Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast Happy Days with me Callum Church. Now if you're a regular listener you will have noticed that every Thursday I usually release a guest episode. However things are slightly different today because for reasons which I explain in this podcast I haven't been able to have a guest in and to be honest I wanted to release this episode instead because I think it's something really special. So as always I do truly hope you enjoy this episode of Happy Days with Callum Church. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast Happy Days with me Callum Church. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, um, and it's on a slightly different topic. This is mostly unscripted, you know, mostly unstructured, to be honest with you. I'm just going to go ahead and just speak what I'm thinking about, what I'm learning at the moment, and that sort of thing. And this episode is all about my dog, Rio. Um, So Rio, he was born on the 7th of February 2012, and for the past nine years, or just short of nine years really... We've loved him a lot. He's been an incredible dog. Um, and I've actually spoken about Rio on this podcast before. In episode nine, Benefiting from Gratitude, um, I spoke about how he's been a source of inspiration for me, actually, which is funny. You wouldn't think of a dog as someone who might be inspiring. But the thing with Rio is he is always so happy. You know, he's seemed so grateful for everything. You give him just the tiniest bit of attention. Or, or love, or just look at him, or call his name, he's wagging his tail, violently wagging his tail, um, and that's incredible, it cheers everyone up, you know, um, and you get a lot of love from dogs, you know, it's actually been proven that when you look into a dog's eyes, you release um, a neurotransmitter called oxytocin, now oxytocin is basically the neurotransmitter which um, brings about love you know it's it when when oxytocin is released you feel that sort of you feel that love you feel that loving loving presence i suppose that loving feeling and not only is this released in humans when we look at a dog's face and look into their eyes um it's also released in the dog as well uh which is beautiful and that is that is the reason why you know dogs are man's best friend that is the reason why there's such an incredible bond between the two is because that is love, essentially. That is what love is. It's the release of oxytocin. And um, I just think that's a beautiful thing. Just just the simple thing of just looking into each other's eyes uh, and it, bring, it brings that loving feeling. So that is why, part, well, partly why this, this dog means so much to me and my family. Because um, we love him incredibly and he's always happy and he's always got that little spark in his eye. Um, and as I say, we've loved him for the past nine years, um, and it's been incredible, you know, especially this year, especially in such a tough year. You know, my, my, my sister said to me that Rhea's really got her through this year, um, you know, what with her being on furlough for the most, of the most of the year, there's not much to do, locked up, you know, I've had other distractions, I've been fortunate enough to sort of be prepared in some sort of way, because I'd connect with my friends online regularly, and, you know... I've had a lot of good things happen during this year as well, so it's all sort of balanced out for me. I've been quite lucky in that fact, but for my sister, it's been tough. For a lot of people this year, it's been incredibly tough. Um, but one, one, one positive of this of this year, one positive of the lockdown, what with COVID, um, 
is the fact that we've been all at home. We've been really close to Rio for the past year and it's been incredible. As I say, yeah, Rio's helped my sister get through this year. Um, and we've all got really, really close to him, you know, taking him out for walks. Um, he's even just been really a lot more affectionate this year or, or, or a little bit soppy almost, you know, like he's been getting in our beds um, in the evenings and cuddling up on the sofa with us in the afternoons and yeah, I mean, there's been so many nights this year where I've actually slept in the same bed with Rio, where he's come up and barged through my door, um, hopped up on my bed and taken up about three quarters of the bed. So I've been practically sleeping in what feels like a coffin with him. But, you know, you don't mind that because that, that's just him. That's part of his personality, um, I suppose. He, he's a big personality. Although he's, he's a small dog, he's, he's big, you know, um, and loving, you know, I mean... You don't really get unloving dogs that hop in your bed and give you a lick and snuggle up with you, you know. So yeah, it's been incredible for the for for the time the time that we've had him. Now recently, um, Rio had a fit out of pretty much the blue. He'd been a little bit odd previously, you know, acting a bit strange. We thought it might be anxiety or um, arthritis, which causes anxiety in dogs. But he had a fit. Um, so we we had to take him to the vet quite quickly, quite suddenly. We we rushed him to the vet, and you know we when when he got to the vet, he had the, I think it was the right side of his body or the left side of his body. One side of his body was a bit off, like he was sort of like twitching, and uh, one eye was uh, dilated, the other wasn't, and that sort of thing, which led the vets to believe it was something neurological that was going wrong with him. So he went to an uh, you know, neurological specialist, you know, a veterinary specialist, and he had an MRI scan. So this was scary. This was scary for all of us. And when Rio came out of that scan, we were told that he had a tumour in his brain, which was quite a shock, in fairness. Gutting, to be honest, you know. Um, And it was quite a big one, unfortunately, as well. So... We had three routes to go down. We could either do radio radiotherapy, which wasn't really much of an option because the vet said that he only had really a month left. And he would have spent all that time and might not have even recovered in a veterinary practice. We wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to see him for three weeks, essentially. So that wasn't really an option. We could give him some steroid treatment to hopefully reduce the swelling, essentially, which might make him feel a bit better for the last month that we would have him. Um, and the third option was to euthanise him there and then. And that wasn't in our minds. You know, that that wasn't... We, we weren't going to take that. So we, we went down the steroid, steroid route and we took him home. Um, and by the time we got home, he had deteriorated quite a lot. He had only been in and, in and out of the vets for two days or so. Um, and when when he got home, he was just spinning around. He wasn't there mentally. He was literally just kept turning to the right, turning to the right, turning to the right, in circles and circles and circles, until he was exhausted and fell asleep essentially. But he he you, he wasn't tiring. You know, he'd been under general anaesthetic. You think he'd be settled down in that for the time afterwards and that sort of thing. But he wasn't. He was just spinning around. And he really wasn't there. He was there in body, he was there in spirit, but he wasn't there mentally. So following that, unfortunately, um, on Wednesday, Rio passed away. 
together as a family, we made the decision to put him down. Because there, you know, this we couldn't with with the, the you know the state he was in. We couldn't in his mental state. You know, he he wasn't there. Unfortunately, he deteriorated quite a lot, um, very quickly. Um, and that tumor had taken over his brain, unfortunately, and we lost him in a matter of three days. And this was this was a big shock um, for me and my family. You know, it's. It's hard to believe he's gone, to be honest. It is hard to believe he's gone. I put up a post on my personal Instagram page, um, just letting people know that knew him, that he had passed, sharing some of my favourite pictures of him. And I've been reading that post over and over again for the past few days, just hoping it would sink in, I guess. Very hard to believe. He still feels very alive. um, Because he was so healthy until literally three days three days and then then unfortunately he's gone but you know what there is there are positives to everything I genuinely believe that there's there are positives to Rio's passing um and really I don't want to get too get too sad on this episode of the podcast because I've been sad enough over the past few days to be honest with you but um it's happy days is the name of the podcast it's about living a life that's happy using personal development to live a life that's happy um and rio lived a very happy life incredibly happy he brought a lot of happiness into our lives a lot of love into our lives as i say uh, um in that previous episode episode nine benefit from gratitude always so grateful always so loving always so happy even when he lost an eye as well also to complications with cancer he had a cancerous build up behind his eye had other eye removed went into the vet and came out the vet with, well, went into the vet with two eyes, came out the vet with one eye, still remained exactly the same dog, always wagging his tail, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, so what have I learned from this? What have I learned from Rio's passing? It's been something I've been thinking about the last few days. Obviously, processing his death is difficult, but I'm learning a lot at the same time. I'm thinking about a lot of things at the same time, and you know what? Even though he's gone, the reason we're hurting so much now because of how great it was before, you know, like, like, it's about balance, really, you know, the grief we're feeling now is simply just the absence of his presence we had before, that is what it is, really, partly I do feel bad for him, that's another thing, which is why it's upsetting, is because he's, he's, he did have a few more years left in him, definitely, um, but unfortunately that, that tune was in his brain, and yeah, as I say, yeah, that the, the grief we're feeling now is just the the you know the absence of his presence, um, and his presence was beautiful. And and that's the thing, life is about balance. It always is, yin and yang. Okay, you know, with with Rio's entire life, entire existence, you get his life, and you get all the incredibly beautiful moments and that sort of thing, and they accumulate over time over his life. There's lots of nice moments. And then there's his passing, there's his death, and you've got to deal with that as well, and that's just something which comes with it. You don't get Rio's life without having to endure his passing, unfortunately. Um, and that applies to everything. You know, it might apply to loss of someone else that you love, or it could apply to anything, really. You don't get it without losing it. And unfortunately, although we wish it could happen, nothing lasts forever. Nothing is infinite in this, in this world, in this existence. Um, and that's partly what makes life beautiful, 
to be honest. It is. It, it's the the beautiful parts of life isn't that just good. It's not just the good parts of life which are beautiful. It's it's the balance and flow between good and bad and, and the oscillations between happy and sad and it's it's just the blend of the two together which makes life beautiful. You know, we wouldn't have peace without war. We wouldn't have, you know, normality without chaos. You know, and we can apply that to this year. We wouldn't have all of our incredible privileges without losing them every now and then, which we are right now, uh, what with lockdowns and stuff. So that's one thing that you, you learn and you take from this. What else have I learned? Perspective and understanding yourself is important. I've been, you know, studying myself, you know, thinking about why am I feeling sad, you know, the, and as I say, the reason why it hurts so much now is because of how great it was before. And you've just got to take that. And you know what? If we couldn't endure Rio's passing now, frankly, probably don't deserve to have him in the in the first place. You know, you, no one. You have to earn the right to enjoy these things. And as I say, that is part of life. You know, it's part of the balance. You have to endure it in order to or endure the the bad things to earn the right to enjoy the good things. So yeah, as I say, I've been sort of studying the way I've been feeling over the past few days. Um, thinking about why I'm feeling sad and that sort of thing. And and it is just the lack of his presence, I suppose. And I've also, you know, I've really flip-flopped between positive and, well, not positive and negative, between happy and sad, really, following following his passing. Um, you know, one hour, I'll be super positive, you know, looking at the looking at the, the positives and, and feeling grateful. That, like, the other night, I was just lying in bed and I was sitting there thinking... I feel so fucking grateful right now, you know, for for the fact that we had Rio, you know. Um, it does make you grateful when you lose things. We all know this. It always happens. So that's another thing I've learned, you know, never take anything for granted. You've got to really enjoy everything as much as you can. Say yes to things and and it's about saying yes to things and just, you know, don't let yourself miss out. Don't take anything for granted. Put it this way, I'm never ever going to miss another dog walk in the future, you know? Um, I'm never ever going to miss another walk with my family um, and that sort of thing, you know? And as much as some people think that life is about the big moments and the big achievements and that sort of thing, this is something which I've been led to believe before in the past. Yes, it is partly. It is partly about achievements and building a legacy and that sort of thing. But but now that I'm looking back on things, the things that I think about the most now and the things that I'm grateful for the most now and the things that I enjoy the most now looking back is the small moments, the little moments. You know, I, as I say, I, I, I put up a post on my personal Instagram. The first two pictures on there are my favourite pictures I have of me and Rio together. Probably my favourite picture of Rio full stop uh, or pictures of Rio full stop. Um... They're two, very similar. I'm sat on the sofa, Rio's sat in front of me on the floor. Um, and I'm sort of bent over with my arms around him on his chest and I'm just like giving him a belly rub, that sort of thing, having a bit of a pose and just looking up at the camera and Rio's sat there looking happy as always with his little one eye, always grateful. And I'm sitting there just taking a photo, really. I didn't know how much this moment was going to mean to me at the time. Really, it's just a small moment. I'm sat on the sofa with a dog. This has happened so many times before, but... But the, the, it's the next picture which makes the two pictures so special together. And the next picture is um, me sort of squinting and smiling and Rio looking up at me and licking my face. 
Um, and it's beautiful because that just encapsulates exactly what Rio was. You know, love, you know, happiness. It's a really happy moment. I'm sitting there laughing because he's licking my face. Um, and, you know, Rio's just giving me some love. And it, that was the same story for every moment of Rio's life. And that's the moment which I appreciate the most now. You know, it's not any of the big moments or, or anything like that. Because what are the big moments in life? You know, what, what are they? Yeah, I think the most special things are the accumulation of the little moments or, or what the little moments mean, you know, the meaning behind it. And, you know, because all, all, all that life is essentially is just feeling, is sensing. You know, we have five senses that we put them together in our brain and our, bla- our brain plays out this beautiful experience that is life. And that, and that is what it is. It's just feeling. Um, and I think the feelings are the, the things that matters, matters most. So when you have a picture like that that captures a feeling of love and happiness and everything that Rio meant, yeah, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could carry on talking for ages about Rio, really, but I, I want to keep it focused on what I've learned. And, you know, partly it's private as well, really. It is private, but um, I think it's also important to share how I'm feeling now, hopefully so other people can prepare, understand, you know, know these things. Yeah, I hope this, I hope this episode hasn't been too much of a mess, really. You know, my unscripted ramblings about Rio, but, um, you, you know, it's not all bad. It really isn't all bad, and I think that's partly what's to take from this. You know, his, his, his passing fucking sucks, it really does. But... It's a beautiful thing in the first place, you know, and it fucking sucks right now because it was fucking beautiful before, you know, and you just got to enjoy that while it's there. Nothing, nothing's infinite. So just enjoy the moments, enjoy the little moments and um, just focus on the feeling, focus on the little moments, focus on accumulating that because those, the, the accumulation of the little things always takes the big things, you know, don't focus on the big things. It's all about you know, the little moments and the balance between good and bad and just enjoying all of it. You know, you've got to enjoy the bad as well, even. And you've got to... Yeah, and, and that might sound weird to enjoy the bad. I mean, it, yeah, it does sound weird, really. But, like, what I mean by that is appreciate the bad, understand the bad, understand that you need the bad for the good and enjoy the fact that the bad exists. Because if the bad exists, the good exists. And if the good exists... The feeling exists, and if the feeling exists, then something beautiful exists, I think. So that's what I want everyone to take from this, this episode. That's what this episode is all about. All about little man Rio, and just a celebration of his life. And I just wanted to mark it, because although Rio might not necessarily mean much to other people, I'm sure that everyone has a Rio in their lives, you know? Everyone has, you know, a little, a little bundle of something, a little bundle of feeling, a little could be anything it could even it might not even be a person it could be a hobby it could be you know a place it could be you know an object or or something a friend anything family of course so just enjoy it and um yeah that's what i have for this episode so again truly hope that you did enjoy it celebrating rio's life rest in peace little man although in my belief i don't think anything really ends i think his his energy is out there you know, um, in a pool of energy in the universe. And um, that can only make the world better, right? Because if there's a lot of that, if there's that little personality, that little energy in there, that, that incredibly good vibe that he brings to everyone, if that's out there for the world and the universe or whatever to enjoy, then this place is a better place, frankly. So, yeah, 
that was all about my little man Rio. Um, hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you in the next one. Take care everyone and enjoy the little moments. So there you go. That's the end of the show. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode released shortly. Take care.